Welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Chief Meteorologist Clay Osterley. Once again this week, it was uh, about this time last week, we were talking about a significant severe weather outbreak that was going on across the Deep South. And again, tomorrow, we are expecting something very similar to that to happen. Of course, no severe weather outbreak is just perfectly alike. But you'll notice here, this kind of looks familiar, right? Last week, uh, Tuesday, we were seeing a moderate risk, which is a level four out of five in effect for Louisiana. Uh, Mississippi and a portion of Baton uh, of uh, Birmingham and Alabama as well. And so you'll notice from Baton Rouge up to Jackson, Birmingham, Montgomery, Mobile, and even with the updated uh, afternoon uh, outlook here this afternoon, Memphis included in that as well. And so we are expecting, uh, again, a very significant severe weather outbreak across the deep south tomorrow. To help me kind of dial into this a little bit more, we have Chief Meteorologist Wes Wyatt, WBRC, Good afternoon, Wes. It's going to be another busy day tomorrow. Yeah, it is, Clay. It seems like since January the 1st, the weather pattern just really hasn't let up. Uh, we've had one system right after the other. It's been a very active year. And, and Wes, tell us a little bit of kind of about what you guys are expecting here for tomorrow. This one's a little interesting because, of course, we kind of get this going across the plains tonight. And it'll probably continue overnight into northwest Louisiana. But as it ramps up tomorrow afternoon, it's approaching your area. Yeah, it certainly is, Clay. And one thing we have to do is convey the message. As you mentioned earlier, all these severe weather events are unique. And a lot of times, the first thing that comes to mind around these parts, April 27, 2011, as we get into that spring severe weather season. And this go around, uh, what we're seeing is more of a uh, linear uh, type of setup. Well, one of these lines of storms moving through where we could have some Boeing segments, uh, some areas within the line where we could have some brief rotation. But we're gearing up for a high impact event here tomorrow. As we noted, we've got the rare moderate risk for parts of our area, but we've actually, Clay, we've had a couple of situations. Where we've had marginal risk, and we've had some intense tornadoes, which all tornadoes are intense, but we had uh, a tornado that impacted Fultondale. We had a, a, a uh, life loss there. We, we recently had a slight to marginal risk in Sawyerville here in Alabama where we had tornado damage there and also another fatality with that tornado. We've had some big time events even in those marginal and slight risk days and that's why tomorrow we're really uh, ramping up here. I think one of the big impacts with this uh, a lot of times you know the tornadoes typically are more localized but when you get a line of storms that can move through I was noticing here some of the new high resolution data coming in and when you time this out you see you've got the uh, I'll actually manually control this and kind of walk you through the timing. Looks like more of a squall line scenario. Notice as that moves into West Alabama here, we're located, of course, here in Birmingham. But once this arrives into Alabama, we're forecasting the possibility of wind gusts up to 60 to 70 miles per hour. And as you know, widespread power outages, tree damage. Uh, that's one of the things we're talking about tomorrow. Uh, really uh, stressing to folks, make sure you have battery backups in your NOAA weather radio, ways to get those alerts in the event of power outages. Still could see some tornadoes here, but I think at the end of the day, what a lot of us will be talking about is that damaging wind uh, impact during the overnight and into Thursday morning. Wes, I think it's pretty easy a lot of times for folks to say, oh, uh, tornadoes, not as big of a deal as straight line winds, but j I would say just emphasize how dangerous those straight line winds really can be. 
Oh, you know, I think wind's one of the most overestimated things in the world. I mean, if you see a tree that's toppled, first thing comes to mind is, well, it was a tornado. You hear that a lot. But many times, I mean, if, if you've ever held your hand out the window driving the car, you, you can kind of feel the impacts of, of, of winds 30, 40 miles per hour. And, and those kind of winds, even a 30, 40 mile per hour winds, if it catches a tree the right way, that tree can fall. And what will happen here, you know, when you're talking winds 60, 70 miles per hour, I mean, you're talking the kind of wind speeds that you might see with a brief tornado, EF0 kind of tornado. So even though it doesn't have that tornado aspect applied to it, you can still have the damage. And in some cases, it's, it's a bigger impact area-wide because of the widespread nature of some of these straight-line winds. A couple of uh, other questions that come to mind. Of course, timing on this, I, I believe, will be pretty important because uh, you're, you're probably looking between the window. I see 7 o'clock on your graphic. So you're probably looking at a window where folks are getting home, trying to get settled in for the evening. Um, what is your message for folks there as the sun is going down, you're trying to wind down for the night, but you still need to be weather aware, of course? Yeah, need to be weather aware, have multiple ways to get those alerts. You know, many times when a warning is issued, it's too late at that point. You need to think ahead, know where those community shelters are, those safe places that you go to, and know the drive time, how long it would take you to get to that location. That way, when a warning happens, you're not worried about, is the shelter open? I don't know if I have enough time to get there. Make sure you plan ahead and know where those safe spots are. If you have a family member, I often say, if you don't have a safe spot and you don't have a place to go to, someone you can call and you you could just uh, stay there until this passes. This will not last all night long, but there will be some late night impacts here. As you noted, notice here around 9 o'clock at night, we do expect this to move through rather quickly. We actually had a first alert weather day here at WVRC last week. We had a system. It took it all night to make it through the state. I think this will move through rather quickly, but there will be some areas. I mean, we have to rest, but if you have a device like a weather radio, your first alert weather app, those ways to get those alerts, something that can wake you up at night, and also to help communicate the message and help spread the word. There's a lot of different channels, ways to get information, and just let your friends, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, a text message, let them know that severe weather is possible tomorrow. It's spring break in Alabama, in our area. We have a lot of folks that's out of the normal routine right now, so we want to make sure we get that message out there and for folks to be weather alert. Wes, we really appreciate your time today. And, you know, just for all the folks that are watching right now, these guys are so busy behind the scenes. They're constantly analyzing data. And I just like to brag on our local meteorologists that are working so hard in these communities that you serve. Uh, because you can bet that even when Wes goes to sleep tonight, he's going to be dreaming about the weather tomorrow because that's what's going to be on his mind all day <laughs> and all night tonight. So he might be sleeping, but he's still working. Trust me. Wes, thanks so much. We appreciate your time. Today. Yeah, we're... we're yeah, yeah you're, you're very welcome, Clay. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. All right. Again, Chief Meteorologist Wes uh, Wyatt from WBRC. That's out of Birmingham, Alabama. Stay tuned, guys, because we're getting ready to switch gears and head down to New Orleans, where they are also under that same threat for severe weather. And it's important to note that we are just seven days away from last week when New Orleans was struck by the strongest tornado on record for the city of New Orleans.